Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be going through some low risk, high reward fantasy football options this year. So these are going to be players who are getting picked pretty late in drafts, but I think have a lot of upside and are solid late round targets for you guys. And I'm going to focus in on four players. If you guys watch this video and find yourself enjoying the content, please just make sure you leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That would really help me out a lot. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Do you agree that these guys have some pretty high upside and are you going to be targeting them? And then also let me know some of your guys' late round targets that you think have a lot of upside this year. But let's get into it. The first player I'm going to talk about is Antonio Brown, and he definitely has the highest ADP of any of these four players that I'm going to talk about, but I think he is still incredibly underrated this year. He's being picked as wide receiver 45 despite finishing as the wide receiver 26 in points per game last year. And he joined the team in week nine. He was stepping into that brand new Buccaneers offense. He didn't, you know, have any training camp with them. They did have limited training camp last year because of COVID. But, you know, he wasn't able to develop that chemistry throughout the season. And I can definitely imagine that it was hard to step in right in the middle of the season, especially considering that he hadn't played in an NFL game since week two of 2019, which was his only game with the Patriots. And even though this Buccaneers offense is stacked and they're going to have a lot of targets who need to be given the ball, I really think Antonio Brown is still going to have a solid role in this offense. I expect this Buccaneers team to throw for around 300 yards a game and likely over 40 passing touchdowns on the season. If we look at what they did last year, they averaged 280 passing yards per game. And I mean, they weren't even clicking for the majority of the season. They had some rough games early on. Remember that awful Saints game where Brady threw three picks? You know, they really didn't put it all together until the end of the year. So if they threw for 280 yards a game last year, I don't think it's out of the question for them to throw for 300 plus a game in 2021. And then Brady passed for 40 touchdowns last year. So now we have a 17 game season. And I honestly think that 40 touchdowns passing may be a little bit of an understatement for this offense. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for the targets in this offense. And AB is still an incredibly talented wide receiver. I think on the majority of NFL teams, he is a wide receiver one. And he also has a ton of great chemistry with Tom Brady. I honestly think that he was one of Brady's most trusted weapons last year. And that was without that offseason. Now they have a full offseason. They've been able to throw together, develop that relationship even more. And so I only expect that connection to improve going into this year. AB is a player who can score through volume or through big plays. And on this team with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin also involved, he's going to be seeing the number three corner in most games, which is just very dangerous. I mean, you have a guy as talented as AB seeing the third string corner that could lead to some pretty huge games from Antonio Brown. And I really think it's crazy that he's being picked as a bottom tier wide receiver four. And I really think he has wide receiver two potential as long as, you know, he can stay on the field. He doesn't have any more legal stuff pop up. I think that's really the biggest risk for him. But if he is on the field playing, I really think he has wide receiver two potential and honestly a pretty solid floor this year as well. I just can't imagine him finishing as wide receiver 45 or lower, which is where he's being picked now. Next up, this isn't necessarily one player, but it's just the Lions wide receivers in general, and mainly three guys, Amon Ross St. Brown, Brashad Perriman, and Tyrell Williams. They are all being picked as wide receiver 68 or later, 
And this all comes down to the Detroit Lions having 313 vacated targets from last season. The clear number one and number two receiving options, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, are both gone. Galladay joined the Giants, and Marvin Jones is with the Jaguars. So that wide receiver room is wide open, and one of these guys is going to have the opportunity to step in and take over that alpha role. I personally prefer Amon Ross St. Brown or Brashad Perriman over Terrell Williams, just because I really haven't seen anything from Williams that makes me believe he's a better receiver than either of these guys. Looking at Amon Ross St. Brown, I like him because I think he can operate as a solid volume receiver in this offense. The passing game is likely going to be inefficient and low scoring. I don't expect this Lions team to be very good overall, but they're likely going to be trailing in most games and they're going to have to throw a lot. So a guy like Amon Ra, who can get a lot of receptions, just get a solid target share, may have the best shot at breaking out of this wide receiver room. And then Brashad Perriman, I like him because we have seen him operate as a wide receiver one. It was definitely in a small sample size in 2019, but with the Buccaneers, when Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were both out at the end of the season, he put together some wide receiver one numbers in a very small set of games. It was like two or three games, but you know, it does give me a little bit of confidence in him. It was disappointing to see that he didn't really do much on that Jets team last year, but I mean, it's hard to produce when the team was averaging 175 passing yards per game with basically no touchdown upside. So, you know, you kind of have to give them a pass there. These receivers are likely going to be waiver wire pickups in redraft leagues. They're going super late. So, you know, if you're in your standard 10 team league, 12 team league, they're likely not even going to be drafted. So there's literally no risk there, but one of them is likely to take over in that wide receiver room and finish as a wide receiver three or maybe even a lower end wide receiver two option. So I definitely think it's worth taking a shot on one of those guys this year. All right, now I have John Brown, who is now on the Oakland Raiders. And I'm going to be staking my claim right now that John Brown is going to be the number one wide receiver on the Raiders. Obviously, Darren Waller is going to be the number one target, but I think Brown is going to be the number one in that wide receiver room. There's definitely the chance that no one really separates themselves from the pack, you know, when none of the wide receivers are playable. You know, John Brown could finish with the most receiving yards, but if all these receivers are 600 yards, 600 yards, 500 yards, you know, none of them are going to be playable for fantasy. But when I'm looking at that wide receiver room, Henry Ruggs didn't really impress as a rookie, and I just don't know if he has it as an all-around receiver. You know, he's a burner. He's a decent deep threat. But I just don't know if that's going to be able to carry him as a wide receiver one in this offense. And then Hunter Renfro is a nice weapon, but I just don't think he's a wide receiver one caliber player, especially on this Raiders offense. You know, I just don't know if he's going to be able to kind of work in that role. But the reason I like John Brown is that he's shown that he can be a top weapon on a team. He had a rough 2020 season. It was filled with injuries and the Bills brought in Stephon Diggs, which obviously lessened his role. And he wasn't going to outcompete with Diggs for that number one spot in the offense. But in 2019 on the Bills, Brown finished as the wide receiver 20 in points per game. And that was despite the Bills only throwing for 205 yards a game. So that was honestly a pretty impressive year for John Brown, especially considering that Josh Allen was nowhere near the same guy that we saw in 2020. He took a huge jump from 2019 to 2020. So Brown finished as a wide receiver too, with really not a lot going for him. 
And I'm totally on board with picking John Brown this year, especially at his wide receiver 67 price tag. The last guy I'm going to talk about is Zach Ertz, who in my opinion is the definition of a low risk, high reward pick. He's currently being selected as tight end 25, which is basically a waiver wire pickup. You know, in most redraft leagues at this ADP, he is not even being selected on any teams. But if you had to name, you know, like six or seven players who you think have the talent to finish as a top three tight end, Zach Ertz would have to be in that group. If you look at his track record, tight end three in points per game in 2017, tight end two in 2018, and tight end five in 2019. And he's basically being thrown away after one bad injury plagued season where the Eagles looked like an absolute dumpster fire. No one on that Eagles offense looked good last year. You know, Miles Sanders had flashes, but in terms of their receiving weapons, you know, did anyone really look that great? I don't think so. Carson Wentz was not great back there. He was struggling. The offensive line was terrible. There was just not a lot of positives from that offense, but he's likely to be traded this offseason. And wherever he goes, I think he has a great opportunity to finish as a tight end one with a very high ceiling. And he is totally worth using your last pick in the draft on. I mean, you're not going to be able to get this kind of value at the tight end position at such a low price. And so basically in every redraft league I'm in, I'm going to be picking Zach Ertz in the last couple of rounds because with those last couple late round picks, you're basically just taking flyers on guys. And I think Zach Ertz has a realistic path to a very solid return for you at the tight end position. And so he's a guy I'm definitely going to be targeting late in drafts. All right, that is going to wrap it up for my low risk, high reward fantasy options. I went through Antonio Brown, the Lions wide receivers, Zach Ertz, and John Brown. And that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Once again, if you guys like the content, just please leave a like and subscribe. And then also let me know your thoughts down below and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks again. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.